Hello and welcome into the Potbelly Pigskin Fantasy Football Podcast again. My name is Liam. I am joined by Graham again tonight. Unfortunately, no Zach. How's it going tonight, Graham? It's going good. Perfect. So we are going to touch on some news to start the show off. There are a few things that have popped up today since since yesterday. Um, first thing, Mike Williams did miss practice with a knee injury. Hopefully it's just a maintenance day. Allen Robinson did not practice with an ankle injury, and Darnell Mooney was limited participant. Damian Williams is apparently dealing with foot and knee issues. Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen did not practice on Wednesday. Again, hopefully just maintenance. I'm really hoping that a lot of these things I'm going to bring up are just maintenance issues for these players because they are important players in probably a lot of people's lineups. Damian Harris didn't practice because of ribs. We knew he was dealing with some issues. They have come out and said that they expect him to be okay and that he will be playing this week. Um, Julio is back at practice on Wednesday, so he's probably going to play this weekend. And uh, McCaffrey is 50-50 shot. Dalvin Cook also returned to practice. And Joe Burrow is practicing fully for week six. TJ Hawkinson, who has been limited the last couple weeks with an injury, didn't practice today due to a knee injury. And the big one um, that I was looking at today was Rob Gronkowski. Uh, he, they were expecting him to be back this week, but they've already ruled him out for the Thursday night game. This will be the third game he missed. Uh, misses. Um, both Chubb and Hunt did not practice on Wednesday. A lot of these Wednesday injuries, though, that, like that I've noticed, Graham, is there are a lot, like, I've, I know I've said maintenance probably about five times since we started the show, but I think a lot of these Wednesdays, when you're seeing these guys not practicing on a Wednesday, the majority of the time, it's a maintenance day. Absolutely agreed. Uh, as long as you're not playing on Thursday, Wednesday is kind of seems to be traditionally the day that you give guys a chance to sit for a bit and uh, recover. Yeah, I think Friday is probably, if they're not practicing on Friday, there's a pretty good chance they're probably not playing on the weekend. Um, but yeah, like T.Y. Hilton returned to practice. He could be back. Um, even if he is back, I don't think, I actually think he's, this would be the last week that he can't play. Um, Barkley, not surprised, is not practicing <laughs> with that ankle. But that basically covers all of the news um, that we didn't touch on before. Uh, we're going to get into some start-sit decisions. Graham and I both have some guys that we're looking at that are pretty good starts this week and some guys that we that we were considering sitting or, or fully out on this week. Um, so hopefully it helps you make some decisions with your lineup going into the weekend's games. All right, Graham, did you want to start off or do you want me to start off with my, with my starts at quarterback? I think we're, uh, I think we're for the most part, pretty different, but, uh, you know, I'd love to talk about Taylor Heineke some more. Yeah. I, and you know what he, I, we did touch on it yesterday a bit too. And I think he is a great start this week too. I know he's, he is your, out of all the guys we talked about as streamers yesterday, I think he was your number one guy. I think I had him at my number two, but yeah, he's, he's got a great matchup. So, I mean, going against Kansas city, Kansas City's going to score a lot of points. He's going to have to, like, he's going to be relevant in regular time as well as he's going to have garbage time trying to get points. So I think, well, I think, I think it's important play. to note too, that he, he likes to push the ball. He Absolutely. is an aggressive quarterback. Uh, it means that he's not really great for his team, but he is decent in fantasy and with 
this particular matchup, I think he's going to be... I think he very likely has a shot at being a QB1 in the top 12. For sure, and I hope you're right, because I am starting him in one of the leagues. <laughs> As am I. <laughs> Perfect. Um, my I do like uh, Joe Burrow this week, going up against um, the Detroit Lions. I honestly... I. I have watched a couple Joe Burrow games this year, and I'm having a hard time not believing that the Cincinnati offense is an elite. Uh, he was a number one overall pick for a reason. He's got the weapons. Mixon is going to be healthy this week. I think he's an absolutely great streamer this week. And you, if you have him, start him. I'm, I, I'm starting Heineke in one league. I'm starting Burrow in another league this week. The only reason I'd start Heineke over Burrow is because Detroit is a terrible team and there's a very good chance that they're going to get out ahead. Uh, but I still think he's a very good... I, I think he should be top 15. Um, he's a very good start this week. Absolutely. Um, another couple guys that I'd be considering starting this week is Carson Wentz. Um his only down game this year was against Tennessee, and that was coming af uh, like after the Rams game where he hurt both of his ankles and didn't practice all week. So, and, and, and when I say down game, I mean he scored what wouldn't, like, you would consider um, contributing to a loss for your week because he didn't score enough points to be relevant. I'm thinking if it's anywhere between 18 to, tw like, 18 to 22 points, I, I'm happy with that from a quarterback. Obviously, I would love more than that. But the thing that surprised me looking at his stats um, for this season is he has only, he has one interception on the year, and he's thrown two TDs in three out of the five games this year. One of those five games was against Tennessee, where he was obviously hobbled. He is going against Houston this week. Houston's not a great not a great team. Taylor's definitely gonna allow Wentz to throw the like Tennessee's gonna be focusing on the run. Taylor's going to allow Taylor's going to allow Wentz to be able to get the ball to Michael Pittman, to Zach Pascal, to Moali Cox, and that's and just going to turn in. Yeah, and Taylor too. Yeah, Taylor and Hines. Um, Taylor has been great at catching the ball the last couple of games. Um, but yeah, I think he's a good start this week. And I know just going into bye weeks, you've got Atlanta, um, I, San Francisco, New Orleans, and I can't remember who the fourth team is that that's on bye this week. Uh, the Jets. Well, I mean, you're not necessarily looking to start Zach Wilson, but uh, missing Matt Ryan and, and Jameis Winston, they're definitely been quarterbacks that people have been streaming this week. So Carson Wentz is a very safe play with where I think you're going to be happy with the, to the total points he gets on the week. And then... I the... would, yeah, sorry, I go ahead. Definitely agree. I would definitely agree with it, and I do have... Uh... I mean, it's a two QB league, but I've certainly got uh, Carson Wentz slotted in in one of mine, and I am more than happy to have him rolling for this week. Yeah, and another another player that I'm looking at starting at the quarterback position is Trevor Lawrence. Um, he does have a great matchup against Miami this week. Lawrence has had a rushing TD in the last two games. He ran seven. He had seven rushing attempts and eight rushing attempts in his last two games as well. They're, he was able to run at Clemson. They're finally letting him to start start running in Jacksonville. So just with that that baseline of having a rushing quarterback, he is very talented as well at throwing the ball. 
Um, but he, I mean, he is a rookie quarterback, so he does make some some mistakes. But I think that rushing baseline will cover those mistakes this week, especially against Miami in a plus matchup. So, yeah, I like I like Lawrence as a, a back end quarterback this season as well. I think he's a guy that you can stash on your bench and plug and play in different situations. And I think he's only going to get better as the season progresses. Absolutely. And I think we just moving into the sits of the week, we both 100% agree on Ryan Tannehill not starting him against the Buffalo defense. The Buffalo defense is very good, not allowing very many points to the quarterback position, and they're shut down almost every position. So, And also the health of his wide receivers, in my opinion, does not help him. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's not even been great in good matchups. It's impossible to fathom relying on him in a terrible one it's it's hard to say but i honestly think that the afc south is probably the worst division in the nfl right now i would agree with that yeah okay i'm not looking to start Derek carr do you have any faith in him not a lot uh i think we touched on this yesterday but i think it you know, even if you have some faith in him, he has been good this year at times. Um, but I think this week, with it being Denver and with them just having lost their head coach and kind of the media swirl around that team right now, I think it's really tough to have any faith in him at least this week. Okay, and I'm. I know that you said that you were okay. I, I think I remember you saying you were okay with Jared Goff uh, yesterday. But I, I honestly think the Cincinnati defense is better than what it, what everybody thinks it is. And I don't think Jared Goff is going to have a very good week this week, especially with T.J. Hawkinson being very limited in his last couple weeks with the injury he's like he's fighting and not being able to practice so far this week. I don't think Goff's going to be great. <laughs> I I don't necessarily see him see him scoring much over twenty, um, but I would guess he'll probably end up in a fourteen to eighteen kind of range. Throw a couple picks, maybe one or two TDs, throw for a decent amount of yardage. Um, you got to assume he's going to be playing from behind from a lot of the game. He's probably going to throw forty passes. 35 to 40, if he throws that many passes, even if he only completes 20 to 25, I mean, that's still a lot of completions. Yeah, I, I just worry about who he's completing those passes to as well, um, just because Quintus Cephas has been fighting some injuries too. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown has been okay, but I, I, think, I, think, I think he's going to end up with like, eight or nine points, and it could really kill you if you're looking to stream him this week. Fair enough. Um, moving on to running backs. I am... When I'm looking at people that I want to start, I'm not looking at those obvious decisions. Like, for example, Joe Mixon is a smash play this week. He's not... He, like it, it, Everyone in their right mind is going to start Joe Mixon this week. I'm looking at the people that you're more thinking about, you know what, this defense has been pretty decent in years past. I'm not, I'm a little hesitant to start them. The people that are thinking about that, uh, sorry, thinking that about Leonard Fournette, I am telling them right now that they can start Leonard Fournette this week. He did only have 12 carries against Miami, 
but he still ran for 5.58 yards per carry. He's clearly the lead back in Tampa Bay, and Philly is not what they were against the run in previous years past. He is a good start this week against that Philly defense. Absolutely. Who are you starting uh, at running back? Uh, I I had uh, Miles Gaskin on my list. Um, I I realize, you know, some people may be thinking after last week that's not a not much of a head scratcher as to whether or not I would start him, but. Uh, the week before, he had virtually nothing. Um, I think that Miami has finally realized that he's the best back they have by a large margin, and they've started using him in the passing game, which they inexplicably weren't doing to begin the season. And I think uh, against Jacksonville, he's got a great matchup, and it's it's not exactly against a team that you don't see them leaning on him in both facets. And I think he's going to have a very plus week. Yeah. I 100% agree with that take. I, I would be super happy starting miles Gaskin this week. I don't have any shares of him anywhere, but uh, yeah, I think he's a great start against, against that Jacksonville defense. Um, another, another great start at running back this week um, is is Daryl Henderson against um, the Giants this week? I I say that in the sense that I think I, I and I misspoke I misspoke yesterday. I think I said Henderson was going to be in the RB two category for me this week. I meant to say RB one because the Giants are allowing the eighth most points to the running back. He has not had less than thirteen rush attempts in games he's played. He's also used in the passing game. And the Rams are going to get up big, which sometimes doesn't always turn into fantasy points for all the players. But with him being utilized so much, um, I think he's going to have lots of fantasy points at the start of the game. Yeah, you'll probably see Sony Michelle come in, but he's going to have enough points from the start of the game to be very good for you this week. I I think Henderson's I think Henderson's a good start. I don't necessarily think he's RB one this week, but I think he's definitely got high end RB two potential. Okay, and uh, one another another running back I was looking at, um, and it, it, it's a bias because I I every single league I I am in I have this guy I have Javante Williams in every league I'm in. Uh, it's been, it hasn't necessarily been a 50-50 uh, share in the percentage of snaps, but it's been very close to a 50-50 share between him and Melvin Gordon. And Javante has been more efficient in both the run game and the passing game. He's averaging way more yards per carry. He's much more effective in the passing game. He's, they drafted him in the second round for a reason. Vegas is allowing the seventh most points to the running back. I think this is the week where you're going to see Javante Williams have a lot of points and everybody's going to look back and say you know what he's clearly the better running back and hopefully the team says that as well and Javante Williams is going to be the starter for the rest of the year I think he's uh, I think it'll it may not be this game but I think he's going to eventually chip I see by the end of the season I would guess it's probably more of a 70-30 split but uh, as, as long as 
they both stay healthy, I think he'll slowly kind of pull away, but I don't see him as a, you know, complete starter in the way that you see some of the other guys like McCaffrey um, and Najee Harris, where they've got a clear distinction, but I think he'll be good. All right, and moving on to sit candidates for the running back position. I am not starting Jamal Williams this week. It, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm just scared of the Cincinnati defense. But, uh, I mean, he is second fiddle there. I think Swift is an okay start, but I don't, I'm don't. i not looking to start Jamal Williams this week. Swift's been more efficient, and he's more involved in the passing game. I don't see why you start Jamal Williams unless you don't have other options. Yeah, and my, my next one is just in the event that Dalvin Cook is not playing. He did return to practice, as I said earlier. But if Alexander Madison is the starter going into this week, going against that Carolina defense, I'm not starting Madison this week. They have been very good against the running backs this year. Agreed. Who do you got sitting on your bench this week at running back? Well, I mean, with some of the news coming out today, it may not he may not play, but uh, I would definitely sit um, Damian Harris this week. I realize he is... Uh, probably someone you invested at least somewhat in and have probably kept in your lineup most weeks. But I think if you've got another option, he's up against Dallas, who is very good against the run. And he's not someone that I see being that involved if they get down, which depending on uh, how well, Belichick manages to kind of check the Dallas offense, which I think is, it, you can't really take away one guy and thrive against Dallas. I, I just don't see that being that close of a game, and I think Harris yeah. is probably not going to be overly efficient when he does get touches, and I don't think he's going to get a ton of them. Yeah, I, I would agree 100% with that. I Just with the injuries, and also he's had turnovers. Um, he, he had a fumble last week. I'm I'm sitting Damian Harris, too. Um, another running back that I'm not playing this week is, and, and I've said this before and I've been wrong uh, about Chase Edmonds, but I think Cleveland's defense is elite. And I he's the in-between-the-20s guy, in my opinion. Connor has the better potential to have a good week for you this week, just with the touchdown upside, but I'm not looking to play Chase Edmonds this week. Absolutely agree. And the next one seems very obvious. Um, if you already haven't quit Miles Sanders, he you cannot play him this week at all against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay shutting down the run. He's super inefficient. I'm not looking to start him either. I know there's a lot of people who are desperately hoping they get him involved in the passing game, but he's the less efficient running back on that team, and they have a very good passing down running back already on that team. I just don't see any reason that they try to put the less efficient running back in on passing downs. Yeah. And I don't think it's a game where they're going to lean on him a ton even with his inefficient 
even if he gets a little more efficient than he has been. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Going on to wide receivers. I'm looking to start Jalen Waddle this week. Going up against Jacksonville, Tua is probably back. Um, and Devontae Parker's hurt as well. Like, he didn't play last week. He's probably not playing this week either. Will Fuller's out. Jacksonville is a plus matchup for wide receivers. Jalen Waddle's the number one there. I think not only will you see not only will you see a giant target share to Waddle, but you'll see a really good game just because Jacksonville is giving up points to wide receivers. I think I think Waddle's the best start out of that team for sure, and I think that he offers I think a little more guarantee regardless of the quarterback, just based off the fact that he's a little better with some of the short stuff as well. Yeah. But I think if, if two is back, he's he's certainly a very someone you can start with some confidence for sure. Yeah, super safe floor regardless of who the quarterback is. Higher ceiling if it's Tua. Agreed. Who you got starting this week at wide receiver? Uh, I like Claypool. I know uh, Big Ben's not been great, um, but neither has Seattle's defense. <laughs> no, and they have not. <laughs> I think that this is a game that they're probably going to do a lot of running, but I could see them working Claypool in, in a way that they did last year. Uh, where he's actually getting some touches out of the backfield, some sweeps, some different things to get him involved. And I think that it's hard to expect Big Ben not to be able to at least put up some points against what is not a good defense and struggling against a wide receiver especially. I think it's a plus matchup for him, and I think he has too many different avenues to success to um, be someone that I wouldn't start with a decent amount of confidence this week. Yeah, like Seattle's allowing the second most points to the wide receiver position. I think, sorry, the eighth most points to the wide receiver position. I read that wrong. Um, and I think they're gonna they're gonna suck Seattle's defense in with the running game, and then you're just gonna see Ben throw it over the top to Claypool quite a bit this week. Agreed. All right. I am starting Brandon Cooks this week. Um, not because I basically say Brandon Cooks is the only the only player you can start on Houston pretty much any week. But I think this week is better than some, most of the weeks he's had to start because Indianapolis is allowing a lot of points to the wide receiver. Uh, he is a good wide receiver on a bad team. He's heads and shoulders like head and shoulders above a lot of the other wide receivers on that team. I think he's going to have a giant target share. And Indianapolis secondary is hurt. Talked about it yesterday. I like three of their five potential starters in the secondary are hurt and probably not playing this week. It it's hard not to see Cooks do well. Uh, even I I don't even think it matters who's throwing to him at this point. They could put a ball machine in at quarterback and still (laughs) he's all you're throwing at and he's he's way too good to have indianapolis be able to really um cover him that well i think yeah who else are you starting this week 
Uh, I I like Pittman this week. Uh, we talked about Carson Wentz. Um, I think Pittman, I think last week had something like 27% of the passes went to him. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty uh, close to what it was. After, you know, a, a really great game, it's hard not to see them continue in that trend, if not improve on it. Uh, he's got a good matchup against Houston, and I he can do everything. He showed that last game. You know, he's he's someone that Wentz has faith in, obviously, and it's hard to not see Wentz going to him quite regularly. And I think he's a guy who's going to get 12, 15 targets and probably get you 100 yards and 8 to 10 catches quite easily. Yeah, I agree. And I mean, like, if he can have a good game and be covered by Marlon Humphrey with help over the top and that catch he had on Humphrey, who is probably one of the best corners in the league, he could definitely have a great game against Houston. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I am looking to start uh, Jacoby Myers this week. Uh, Dallas is allowing the seventh most points to the wide receiver. It's it's hilarious because I'm looking at my list here and I'm saying to myself, I'm like, did I already talk about Jacoby Myers? Because I just, for some reason in my head, it makes, like, Cooks and Myers are those two. Like, they're very similar in my opinion just from the way I think about them. Like, they're I, not... I think Myers has less separation from the rest of the receiving core than Cooks does. Not not necessarily the same as, like, talent-wise. Um, I, I think more of, like, the same that you're not super excited to play them, but somehow they still keep being very relevant. Fair enough, yeah. But yeah, like I said, Dallas, seventh most points to the wide receiver. He was in on 91% of the snaps uh, last week and has been a target monster in plus matchups. This is a plus matchup for wide receivers against Dallas. Yeah. And I'm also looking to start Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I was a little shocked when I dove into a comparison between Stephon Diggs and Emmanuel Sanders on Buffalo. Um, Tennessee is allowing the most points to the wide receiver, but and Buffalo has a great offense. Sanders has had a higher snap percentage than Diggs last week, and it was very, very close the week before as well. And it just seems that when Josh Allen is in trouble, he's looking for Emmanuel Sanders. We talked about it yesterday. I mean, Sanders is, um, he is the best wide receiver as far as being able to do all the things that you want a wide receiver to do on that team. He's a veteran. He's very good at coming back to the ball. He plays very well with the quarterback out of the pocket. Um, Sanders is is a great start, and I think he's starting to show a lot more chemistry, and he's getting a lot more confidence from Allen as a result. And I think that uh, relationship is only going to grow and only going to annoy people who have paid a very high price for Diggs, who is probably still going to remain the wide receiver one i don't see any reason that sanders will surpass him in that but i don't think Diggs is gonna have the monster year that people thought he might yeah i i agree 
All right, moving on to sit candidates at the wide receiver position. I have two. Mine, uh, my first one is Adam Thielen against the Carolina defense, um, because I believe that uh, I can't remember his name, uh, Stephon Gilmore, as well. I he I think he's eligible to come back this week, and even if he isn't back this week, Carolina's defense is very good. And I'm Jefferson's safe because he's going to get the targets. He is the number one on the team. But I'm I'm afraid to start Thielen in matchups that are not beneficial to the wide receiver position. And this is one of the ones that I just I'm not looking to start my wide receivers against Carolina. I think Thielen is one of those guys. Uh, I think he's got a veteran enough quarterback that we've seen it in the past um, in these tougher matchups it often goes to one of one or two receivers and I could easily see Thielen outscoring Jefferson uh, and having a great day despite being up against a tough defense and I could easily see Jefferson outscoring Thielen. I think it leans more to Jefferson but I don't think you're starting either with any confidence this week. Yeah, who, who are you looking to sit this week at wide receiver? Uh, any wide receiver for the Titans. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, I I mean, I don't think you really we need to say anything more than we did earlier, but I just don't see there being a lot of completions and uh, a lot of reason to have a lot of faith in that uh, offense this week. Yeah, I, I would agree. Just that going against Buffalo, really good team on defense. If Tannehill's going to suffer, you're going to see A.J. Brown as well as Julio suffer. I am looking to sit uh, Hollywood Brown this week against the Chargers. The Chargers have been very, very good against the wide receiver. Um, it's funny losing Casey Hayward to the Raiders, and they're still very good against the wide receiver. They're allowing the... Where is it? The Chargers are allowing the 31st most points to the wide receiver. So they're the second best against the wide receiver. I'm I'm not looking to start Hollywood Brown. I know he had a great game last week against Indy, but Indy's defense is very different from the past defense for, for the Chargers. Yeah, I, I, I don't think this is his week. Um, he's, he's one of those guys that this year he has definitely had a lot more upside and consistency than he has in past years. But I think this is one of the weeks that uh, his floor is pretty low and the likelihood of hitting his ceiling is also very low. I, I wouldn't start him either. All right, and uh, who else you got sitting at wide receiver? I have Robbie Anderson this week. I think that it's hard to see any reason to start him with faith uh, this week. Um, I know that's been a lot of weeks this year, but Carolina has had some recent issues with turnovers, which lead me to believe their coaching staff is probably going to lean a lot more on the run game, especially back. You're going to see a lot more short things uh, and Robbie Anderson is no longer the wide receiver one on that team. I think he's a definite sit for me. 
another one that I would definitely sit is Odell Beckham Jr. I think that he has had nowhere near the looks. Uh, last week you saw um, them put up a, a ridiculous amount of points and somehow Odell still didn't get much uh, attention. I think that it's just not the right time to have faith in him. And I don't think uh, this week is going to be a, a good week to start him. Yeah, how the mighty have fallen for OBJ, hey? Yep. All right, so looking at some uh, some tight ends here, I've got four tight ends that I'm pretty happy to start, and I'll just quickly fire through them here. Um, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard's not going to play this Thursday. Tampa Bay is a plus is a plus matchup for the tight end. So with Goddard being out, he's going to be in on pretty much the majority of the plays. And you can have, he's got a very, very safe floor with a pretty, pretty like safe, like high ceiling as well. So I, if he's on your waiver wires, he's definitely a good add because I mean, waivers probably ran today. He might still be there. Tight end's not a very sought after position. Um, Tyler Higby is another one that I'm looking to start against the Giants. Uh, it's going to be a blowout with a lot of points to go around, and the Giants are allowing a pretty good amount of points to the tight end position. Uh, who are you looking to start at tight end this week? I like Gasecki. Uh I think that uh, there's a good chance that Miami is going to be throwing short. I think that you're going to probably see a decent amount of targets towards Waddle and Gaskin. But I think Gesicki is going to have enough go his way in a plus matchup uh, that I think either quarterback you have, you can start him with faith. And he definitely has some, some very good potential for some higher end upside at the tight end position, higher end anyway. Yeah, he's, he's a plus athlete too. And I just think especially with those wide receivers being out. I just echo your point here. I think he's going to see quite a few targets. Um, I am also looking to start Hunter Henry this week. Dallas has allowed the eighth most points to the tight end. He's had over 60 snaps every week so far, even with Jonu Smith there. He's been over 10 points and half point PPR the last two games. He's being targeted more. He's getting more points. He's clearly the best tight end in an offense that likes tight ends. <laughs> Um, and then I'm also looking at Jared Cook going against Baltimore. It's pretty plain and simple. Um, Baltimore's allowing the second most points to the tight end. He had a down week last week, but I definitely see a very big bounce back here. I would definitely agree with those, yeah. Okay, and uh, tight ends you are looking to sit this week? Uh, any tight end in a Browns uniform. Yeah, which is so disappointing because Njoku had such a great game last week. But yeah, I would agree. Just It's a tough matchup for them this week. I'm not looking to start Dawson Knox. There are a lot of a lot of places the Tennessee defense can... Uh, Buffalo's going to take advantage of the wide receiver matchups. I, I don't think Dawson Knox is going to have a very good game this week. He was really good last week. He's been really good other weeks. But the one place the Tennessee defense is pretty good is against the tight end so i i just I, I don't see starting dawson knox this week 
I think they're actually quite good, aren't they? They're. Uh, I think they're like the yeah they're the third best third. against tight end. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 quite quite good, and they are a defense that is not quite good at a lot of things. So I don't see any reason that Allen and the coaching staff is going to have any kind of game planning around trying to play into their hand by going to the tight end. I mean, Tennessee's coach is a former NFL linebacker who also played tight end for yeah. New England a couple times. So I, I I think they've just done a really good job at drafting and developing their linebackers. So, I, yeah, Knox is, is someone I'm staying away from this week. I am going to let you take away on the defenses here just because I 100% agree with both your takes that they're pretty much both a mine as well. So go right ahead and talk about the defenses to stream this week. And and these these are certainly ones that you can find on waiver wires in some leagues, yes. but they have been good enough to begin the year that they're they're not on some waiver wires as well. But yeah. uh, my my first one is is Dallas. I am uh, very confident in starting them this week. Uh, New England does not move the ball well. Dallas has. Um, their, their corners, their linebackers, they're, they're a very well-rounded, young, aggressive defense that I think is going to really make a bad day for New England. I mean, they do have the interception leader in the league right now, too, so. By, by a solid margin, he's... <laughs> yeah. He, he's kind of uh, Dikembe Mutombo back in the day. <laughs> no, um, no, no. He, well, he used to have more blocks than half the teams in the league some years. And I think you're you're looking at a situation where you got a, a corner who's got more interceptions than, uh, than a, a, a couple of teams. And it's hard not to see him have a chance this week as well. Well, also just doubt, like having defenses against rookie quarterbacks. Yes, Mac Jones has been good. Not not great, but he's been good and they've been able to limit essentially having to put him in situations where he can make a lot of mistakes. Uh, they're really good at doing that in New England. Um, but I, I still think that with if Damian Harris plays, he's been turning over the ball lately. And I think just with how aggressive that defense is, I think that is a great start for a defense this week. Yeah. Um, my other one is Indianapolis. Uh, I don't see any reason why you would be afraid to start them against Houston. I think uh, Cooks is going to get some catches and uh, make some big plays, but there, there's really nothing scary about the Houston offense outside of Cooks. And it's hard not to see... Indianapolis getting sacks, uh, you know, possibly getting a couple turnovers, and I don't see Houston scoring a lot of points. Yeah, and especially with Indianapolis's secondary being hurt, I think they're going to blitz a lot more this week. So like you said, like they already have a very good front four, um, but I think you're going to see a lot like uh, corner blitzes, linebackers blitzing. So that's going to put a lot of pressure on, again, another rookie quarterback. You're going to see mistakes being made. You're going to see sacks. So I think Indy's a, a really good play as well this week. 
All right. Well, I think that is all we have for today. Um, again, thank you everyone or anyone that is listening. Uh, we will be back again next week. We are going to change up the format a bit, a little just with what we are doing on each day. Uh, we're trying to try and limit the, uh, the matchups just so we're not going and talking about all of the games for an hour and a half like yesterday, but also hopefully we'll have Zach next week too. So thank you for listening and join us again next week. Bye.